0: Welcome to Passing the Plate, the podcast that's all about food, traditions, and the incredible connections they create. I'm Ashley Covelli, the food writer and recipe developer behind Big Flavors from a Tiny Kitchen. And I'm Lisa Lisson, the genealogist and family history expert behind Are You My
1: Cousin? We are your guides on this flavor-packed adventure. We're not just talking about recipes. We're diving into family history, exploring new cultures, and preserving favorite recipes for future
0: generations. In short, we're celebrating the stories and tastes that come with every bite. So grab a seat at the table and let's head out on a journey of flavor, tradition, and connection. This is Passing the Plate, where every episode is a feast for the senses and a celebration of togetherness. In today's episode, we're talking all about kitchen mishaps. You know, things like your oven catching on fire or a shattered bottle of olive oil making a huge mess on your counters and floor. Whether you've got a little banged up in the kitchen or you ended up having to scrap an entire meal and get takeout, this episode's for you.
1: Okay, Ash, I'm really kind of excited about this one because I've had a few missteps in the kitchen, and I think we all have. (laughs) Haven't we all, yep. And really, if we can't laugh at ourselves in the kitchen, um, where else can we do that? So Mm -hmm. I want to hear a little bit more about that um, olive oil instance that you alluded to in the intro there, because I really cannot imagine the mess that that had to create.
0: Yeah. So that was an interesting one for sure. Um, also, I was live teaching a cooking class when it happened um, oh, no. with my son. So so during the pandemic, I was doing a lot of virtual cooking classes and we were making, um, it was a kid's cooking class. So it was all parents and kids joining me from their kitchens to my kitchen. And I was there with my son and we were making hummus and pita chips. So, you know, he was at the time, what was he like, maybe six or seven. And so we would, you know, be doing the steps and I incorporating him, having him help. And so I said, you know, okay, can you, uh, we had the bottle of olive oil and I said, okay, can you go put this down over on the other part of the counter, go put this down and then bring over the oregano. So he does. And it, it sounded like he put it down a little hard to me, but I, am you know, I'm trying not to be overbearing mom i'm just like okay okay whatever so we're adding the other spices and then he's mixing something and i said oh can you go um or i went over to go get another spice and i looked at the counter and it was covered in oil and i was like what in the world and i i looked and the way that this i had just refilled this olive oil bottle too because i buy like the big jug and i had just refilled so it was a completely full (laughs) glass jar uh jar with a pouring spout thing And it like just the bottom of it broke. And so when I like it just seeped out everywhere behind the oven, everything just all over the place. So I was like, okay, it's like, everything's okay. We're not going to panic because panicking, you know, I'm also talking to parents and kids. I'm like, you know, panicking about it is not going to make anything better. And you also, especially if you're working with kids, you don't want to have them be afraid (laughs) To do things in the kitchen, like, if I yelled at my son in that moment, how could you put that down so hard, blah, blah, blah? Is he going to want to come cook with me again? Like, probably not, because he's going to feel, you know, it's going to trigger him going back in there. So I said, okay, everybody's safe. Nobody's cut. I'm just going to try to quickly mitigate the mess. So I just, like, wiped as much as I could with paper towels while talking about the importance of being calm in the kitchen. We went on with the day, whatever. Um, After I was done recording, it was a nightmare to clean up, but... Got it done, because um, like broken glass and oil together, super fun. Um, but I got to tell you, after that class, and there was a recording of it, it's 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 uh, preserved in the memory forever. Um, I had so many parents reach out to me and really like say, you know, I really am impressed with How you kept your cool, and it's really—it's kind of nice to see that, like, dealing with things in that way. Because I totally would have flipped out on my kid or whatever. And like, that is—it wasn't for show. Like, that's kind of the way that I try to parent and try to encourage him to be involved in the kitchen. So, yes, there can be mishaps as long as everybody's safe um, and can help clean up. I didn't have him help me clean that up though, because glass and oil. But it was a mess. Everything turned out delicious though. So. Well, yes. I'm sure it was delicious, but, but, uh, you know, I do think you're absolutely
1: right. I mean, messes are going to happen, whether it's an yeah. adult or whether kids are involved or not. And, um, I think it sounds like you handled it beautifully, really, because oil is a mess to clean up. Regardless oh my gosh. If it's so annoying or something else, but you make a good point, you know, everything, don't panic and, making sure everybody was safe that was that yeah. was, everything was safe you know nobody was gonna get cut or anything i think that's yeah. that's the thing when when these accidents happen we have to remember in the moment one don't panic we still mm-hmm. have to deal with what's happening in front of us so yeah, yeah. Not
0: to panic. and like the ingredients already wasted i mean at that point it's already gone yeah. so harping yeah. on like you wasted you know ten dollars worth of olive oil or whatever like that's yeah. not going to help anyone mm-hmm.
1: no no you're right you're absolutely right well, I had an interesting one. I was actually a teenager, um young teen, I think, at the time. I used to cook a lot in my, you know, at home. And um, I loved to bake. I still love to bake actually. And so I was baking a pound cake. And I, I can't remember why I was baking a pound cake, but I'm I'm sure it was probably for a family, some kind of family function that we were going to because um mother was the one who usually made the pound cake, but for whatever reason I I did it. She was probably working or something and I And I enjoyed cooking. And so you put it in the tube pan, you know, it was a Mm -hmm. pancake and it would go in the tube pan. So I did all that and mixed everything up. I got it in the oven, was cleaning up and turned around a little while later. And there were flames, literal flames in the (laughs) oven. I was like, was it closed? It was closed. I mean, it was, thank goodness. Okay. So what had happened? I, well, my mother was home. She wasn't working, obviously, because she was home. Because Thank goodness, because I yelled for my mother. That's, <laughs> because that's really what you do when, when something like this happens. You, you should just call your mother. Um yeah. And so we turned everything off and, you know, left everything till, till everything kind of burned, you know, burned itself out there. So the fire was <laughs> out before we opened the thing. And what had happened was the pan had been warped. It was one of those two pans uh, with the insert. And I, it it was not seated all the way in there. I, I honestly can't remember. If I did it or if it was, I think the pan had actually been warped and we didn't realize it. So oh, no. the batter seeped out down onto the burner element, the heating mm. element and, and flamed up. Oh, so man. again, everybody was safe. Um, you know? And so we were, we obviously lost a cake, but that was all right. In the scheme of things, everybody was safe. And, and so, and then two weeks later, <laughs> I caught the oven on fire again. Oh my gosh, Lisa. Flames again. Now, <laughs> I didn't actually do that. Okay, so, guys, before you think, guys. She
0: lived to tell the tale clearly. Thank you. <laughs> I lived to tell the
1: tale. This one wasn't my fault, actually. Um, same thing happened again, but at least I knew what to do this time. Still called my mother, but I tur- I turned the <laughs> oven off. Of course, you don't open it until everything, has, all the flames have gone off. But what had happened was the burner, the heating element had gone bad. And you could oh, see man. it. So, you know it 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 does remind me sometimes i have to think you know it, it's second nature to get in the kitchen to cook but to check your equipment periodically you know oh yeah check the you know i mean it was visibly um there was a i mean it was visibly altered so when it burned yeah. out so you know we should have called it or you know check those pans anytime you're using moving parts in a kitchen
0: you want to just double check them and make sure they're oh, everything's sure. still working properly um and not that this would help with your thing that happened years ago, but yeah. I like to always put a sheet pan underneath any sort of, even if it's like a cake, like a a cake pan or something mm-hmm. like that just in case or a loaf pan just in case there's overflow to catch it so it doesn't go on the heating element. If that's of use in future, that's time. that's
1: yeah. I, and I do that with other things now too if I have if I have any inkling that something might actually yeah. overflow. Um, and I, I still don't make many pancakes, I will say that. <laughs>
0: And also, um, keep a fire extinguisher in your kitchen. We, um, Absolutely. I, at the Wholesale Club years ago, found they had a pack of little mini ones. So I have, I bought two packs. So I have one, it's like a little mini fire extinguisher. It's behind the garbage can in the kitchen, so it's out of the way. And there, it's not like that huge thing you find like in a school or something. Um, and then we have one in a couple of the rooms upstairs. Just, you never know. You never know. Better Absolutely. to have it. Absolutely, um, yep. Uh, and we do. We do have a fire extinguisher
1: in the kitchen in, right, by, right by the pantry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, let's see, uh, speaking of kitchen mishaps, just some more minor ones than broken glass. So um, years ago, I was making this curried pumpkin soup, and I had asked my father-in-law to go pick up the canned pumpkin on his way over because he was going to come over to cook with me. So he got the pumpkin, we made the soup, we sat down to eat, and my husband was like, he took a bite, and he's like, whoa how much sweetener did you put in here and i was like there's like i don't know a tablespoon of honey in the entire thing and like a big vat of soup he's like it's real sweet and i've made this recipe like a thousand times i'm like okay um long story short we realized that my father-in-law unintentionally picked up pumpkin pie mix in a can versus just pumpkin so the, the problem is and this is something i always look out for now the problem is a can of pumpkin and a can of pumpkin pie that has, like, pumpkin pie mix that has, like, spices and sweeteners mixed in. They both have a picture of pumpkin pie on the front. You're right. They do. So, it oh, was very check similar. Double-check that. Yeah. So, that was, like, a minor, <laughs> a minor thing. And that, we we did have to scrap that. Like, there was no saving it. It was too sweet. But... Yeah, you're it, absolutely right. It made for right. a funny story. I'd <laughs> say you've got a
1: family... Talk about funny stories. So, there's one. My grandmother. My mother taught all my grandmother. Um, and... She was baking a cake, uh, and apparently we have trouble with cakes in our family. But she was baking <laughs> I'm a, cake. a pattern. I see. Okay, I, was, I should say my grandmother was an excellent cook. So she she was um, um, baking a cake, and she had it in a pan. She was going to put it in the oven, and she dropped the pan.
0: Oh no! So the cake,
1: cake batter goes out on the floor. Well, she's got company, and so she's in there like kind of frozen. And then she she scoops it back into. the <laughs> Now, she didn't scoop like... I don't know if you want to go five second rule here but she didn't like scoop it all the way off the floor but she took like the top part the part that right. wasn't quote unquote kind of touching the floor and she put it <laughs> back in the pan and threw it in the oven oh that's amazing and um, so it just until I was don't say a word don't say a word you know which is and if you knew my grandmother she would be she more okay she probably would be mortified if I actually told that story so oh well <laughs>
0: uh, but it didn't but, catch on fire when it was baking right nothing caught on fire no, right. no. to my knowledge didn't catch anything on fire a successful we successful,
1: bake. but we um, but it's a fun it's a fun story so that when I have my you know my baking problems my mishaps in the kitchen it's really it's fun to know that you know my mom has done things my grandmothers have done things in the kitchen it's just fun you know to to be able to have that kind of connection and I've shared the story too with my kids who are now adults (laughs) so as they're going um
0: in their kitchen and things don't quite always work out. It's it's just fun to know. You're not, we're not alone. (laughs) That's too funny. I actually, I have a similar kind of story. My stepmom, Sherry, not my stepmom. I have a very, my family tree, Lisa would get you. It would be very I love her family tree. I'll (laughs) I'll, I'll sort it for you. (laughs) So my, one of my stepmoms, she, uh, I was at her house one year for Thanksgiving and I was sitting in the kitchen, all of, The siblings were all out. You know, my dad wasn't in the kitchen. It was just me and her. And she was taking the stuffing out of the oven. And at that time, I didn't eat stuffing. I just didn't like it. Uh, One of the things I've since grown to like. She pulls the stuffing out of the oven, and it fell on the floor. And we, like, locked eyes. And we had this, like, unspoken moment of, well, I'm not saying anything. And I watched her scoop it and put it back into the pan. And, like, she had, like, pets and whatever. So, um... The whole meal, I didn't eat stuffing anyway, so nobody thought that was weird. But me and her, every time, like, my brother would take a bite of the stuffing or something, we'd just be kind of like, Hee-hee-hee. So it was kind of a, you know. But yes, that reminds me of the, uh, just don't tell anybody.
1: Just don't tell it.
0: Hey, they all lived, they were fine.
1: <laughs> that's true. Oh my
0: gosh. I just was thinking about the pets. That 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 one, yeah. okay, that one, gave, that one gave me pause, but yeah.
1: Pause? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Um I love it. Yeah, a yeah that, that's pretty funny actually. <laughs> oh
0: man. Oh my um, gosh. Um so that that is pretty funny though. Well, you were talking about your grandmother. Um my grandma one time, she made just like the boxed Kraft mac and cheese and she brings it out to the table and I'm like, "Grandma, this looks dry." Like it looked like real like, you know, we were we had started eating it and it was just like a little weird. And she goes, "Oh, I forgot to put the milk in." So she took all of our bowls, put it back in the pot, put it back on the heat, stirred the milk in and gave it like scooped it back out for all of us. I was like, "That's not that didn't no. turn out too well, did it? No, it didn't. As like, <laughs> so if you think you can't mess up a box, and she was a great cook, so mm-hmm. like again, um, that if you think you can't mess up a box mix, you can.
1: <laughs> but you know, but you know, we talk about our grandmothers and stuff, and yeah, they were great cooks. But that's, but that's it. They would make mistakes. They had those mistakes because well, they were cooking a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know, a whole lot more than I do probably, uh, so they had more opportunities to. To do that, <laughs> probably yeah, than I did. but, um, oh my gosh, I talk about this cake, you know we were talking about a cake, my grandmother's cake, I made a cake from a mix one time, and my I was home by myself i was i am gonna say middle school when I did this, maybe maybe I was high school, I was middle school, and so it's was making from a mix should have been pretty easy, right? Mm-hmm. well, it said to put you know I think it was add water, add oil, and x, hmm well, I got the water and I got the eggs, but I didn't know what the oil meant. I'm like, well, what oh, kind no. of oil? I didn't really know what that was. And so I just didn't put anything. In. <laughs> I just left it out completely. And my mother's like, you did what? Oh, and my goodness. It actually, the weird thing is it didn't turn out horrible. It was a little dry, huh. but it wasn't like horrible. Huh. I
0: don't See, know, I I was, was when you started that, I thought you were going to say you put some sort of non-cooking oil in there. And I was going to say, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> so better just, than that. I just didn't put anything in there. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, man. Um, I have s- – my my one big baking flop I could think of is when I first – I feel like I was just visiting New York back when me and my husband were dating. And um, I, you know, I really wanted to uh, bake some cookies to bring to – we were going to a party at a friend's house. And so I'm in his parents' kitchen and – peanut butter cookies. I love peanut butter cookies. I made them a million times. Super easy. So we go in the pantry, we get all the ingredients, whatever, and make the cookies, and we taste them, and I'm like, this is weird, like something is not right here. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at the ingredients, everything looks fine, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. Turns out, my mother-in-law decided to keep pancake mix in a container marked flour, (laughs) so yeah so i had used pancake mix in place of flour and they like the texture was so bad and my father-in-law was the sweetest human he was just like oh no they're good they're good i'm like you don't like you you don't have to try to be nice i know they're not good i know what they should taste like and he like wanted to save them and eat them and i was like no like i gotta re remake this batch like they they were hard and dense they were like door stoppers it was like it was so bad (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, I can only imagine.
1: It's funny we talk about the mislabeled things. So, mm-hmm. I, um, one of the really common things you go into my grandmother's refrigerator. And, and this is very common to I me. Mean, you know, my grandmother grew up during the Depression time, and so you you didn't get rid of anything, and that included margarine tubs. And um, so, you know, if you're looking you're looking for the butter, well, don't look in the margarine tub because there's not going to be – it's probably something – there might be five or six margarine tubs in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be a guessing game until you get to the right one that had what you needed. Um, so, yeah, but so I don't know if there was some – Because they were never really labeled. I don't know if she kind of knew based on where she put things in the refrigerator.
0: But, you know, she'd go get me the butter and, like, I don't know. know, Some leftover. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. My my stepsister once used, um, they did the same thing for Thanksgiving, put leftover mashed potatoes in a country crock container. And then Mm -hmm. she, or maybe it was, like, Christmas. And then one night she went to make, she was like, I really want some cinnamon toast. And so she grabs the, the country crock which was mashed potatoes, but she didn't know. And me and my other stepsister just laughing as we watch her spread the mashed potatoes on her toast, sprinkle it with cinnamon (gasps) sugar, and we were like, how's your cinnamon toast, Becky? And she's like, oh, it's so good. And we waited until she finished it, and we go, was there anything different about it? And she said, no. And we're like, you used mashed potatoes instead of butter. Wait a minute.
1: How did she – so she literally went so far as to cook it and eat it? thinking it was yeah it was
0: late at night there may have been some adult beverages involved oh okay just I was like how do you yeah okay gotcha (laughs) it was we we've teased her relentlessly but we love her
1: (laughs) are you worried your family recipes will be lost to time imagine generations gathering around your family sharing stories and enjoying dishes passed down for years with the passing the plate video webinar and ebook bundle you can make that happen You'll learn how to capture those cherished recipes before they're lost from memory, uncover the secrets and heartwarming stories behind each dish, and connect you to your family's history in a powerful and delicious way. To learn more, head to passingtheplate.org forward slash resources.
0: So, I actually reached out to my Facebook audience because, let me tell you, we get some really fun stories on there. And I asked if there's any kitchen mishaps that people would like to share. Um, we got some We got some entertaining stuff, Lisa. <laughs> uh, so Jessica said, and I, I know Jessica, and this i, I, I can't I have no words. Um, she said, "I accidentally poached a piece of fish and coffee mate instead of coconut milk. like <laughs> can you even I, I'm just wondering if she actually tried to like eat it or At what what point did she find out? Um, I was going to say, at what point did she figure it out? I maybe have some follow-up questions for you, Jessica. (laughs) Um, Lara said, I was making a birthday cake for my son and either left out the flour altogether or maybe I was doubling the recipe and didn't double the flour. Either way, the result was that I had a cake batter that boiled all over the floor of my oven at 10 p.m. the night before his birthday party, and it required redoing the cake and running the self-clean cycle on the oven.
1: Oh, that must have been a long night. I actually yeah. had a similar story in my oven. Yeah. Oh, I feel <laughs> for her. I feel for her, definitely. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, Colleen chimed in over on Facebook and said she once added three tablespoons of baking powder to a cake instead of three teaspoons. Oops. She didn't realize that she'd done it until she cooked the cake for two hours and maybe and it just kept bubbling and it stayed liquid. She said it reminded her of the
0: witches in Hamlet. <laughs> that I wouldn't have thought that, that that would keep it from actually cooking. I, you know, I wouldn't have either.
1: Um I honestly, I, but I wouldn't know, I honestly wouldn't be able to predict what it would do to it, to have that much baking powder in it. <laughs> true, one, but true.
0: I don't think I really want to try it either. <laughs> no, I think you've had your fair share of baking mishaps, and they're behind you. They're, they're all behind me. you. <laughs> um, uh, Susan said, I was checking on a peach slash berry cobbler once by taking it out of the oven, and I spilled it. The whole thing not only went upside down on the bottom of the oven, but between the hinges of the door and the crack of the door, and so it also spilled all over my cabinet. That just sounds like such a mess. What a mess to clean up on those hinges. Definitely. Yeah, but we were we were chatting. After, I, I like followed up in the thread asking about that, and she said, um, you know, at least it was something that like smelled nice because you know some hmm. things you could spill and burn, and you know it's not quite as pleasant. Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking just about
1: the, the how sticky and how
0: mm-hmm. careful you'd
1: have to be, you know, not to burn yourself to clean that up. You'd have to really. Oh, well, cool down. you'd have to. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, well, John was saying he had a, a faulty regulator in the gas grill that turned two porterhouse steaks into charcoal. And so, oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> what a waste. That's so sad.
1: <laughs> He's also just telling the story of his dad grabbed a random container off the counter thinking it was flour and put a few tea- spoonfuls in the pan of chicken that he was roasting in the oven. But it wasn't flour. It was laundry detergent. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> I guess, uh, again, l- you- label things.
1: I was going to say, the, yeah. The, think- the pancake mix. Yep. Label correctly. Label correctly. And again, I kind of wonder, like, at at what point do you realize that it was the laundry detergent as opposed to flour? Yeah.
0: Well, and again, he lived to tell the tale. So
1: hopefully
0: there was no doctors involved. And yeah. Yeah. But yes, labeling correctly is, is key there. Um, Kelly said not mine but my mom's we had some elderly great aunts visiting and mom used a blender to make a pound cake she used a rubber spatula to scrape down the sides and the blade caught the spatula with no time to go to the bakery she fished out the pieces crossed her fingers and served very thin slices of pound cake we kids received instructions that if we found any in our serving to be quiet about it no one was the wiser <laughs> I love the warning. I love that there was a warning given. Because you know a kid would be like, Mom, what's this weird thing in my cake? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs>
1: yep. Oh gosh. And Emily said shared that um another story about grabbing the wrong jar kind of story where mm-hmm. that took place at um so at someone's house where they mistook the she mistook somebody's garlic oil for my bourbon and ginger beer. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and that's what this girl gets for making drinks in mason
0: jars. <laughs> well, they probably didn't have any vampire issues that night. <laughs> <Good laughs> Drinking. Yeah. Um, and then we've saved arguably, not arguably, definitely the best for last. Um, and this it's funny because this is somebody I know and we're going to, we're going to, it ties into one of the stories Lisa told that I didn't know she was going to tell. So this is pretty funny and the photo of this is in the facebook thread you if you're going to want to go check it out so my friend eva basically there's a i'll tell her story i asked her for the the description first but the photo is a beautiful thing In the most tragic way. Um, She said, I was making a beautiful apple pie with streusel topping for Thanksgiving one year and documenting the process through photos. The last step was to brown the streusel topping under the broiler. I made the amateur mistake of walking away from the oven to brush my teeth and came back to see smoke billowing out of the oven and my pie up in flames. Since it was ruined, I thought I'd go ahead and document that too. So the photo is a four- she just, she posted this years ago, and every year now, she's part of this, like, group of uh, cooking buddies that I have online. We have, like, a, a private group. Um, I've known her for, gosh, 20 years or so. Um, it's a four-square photo. So you've got, you know, the beginning with the pie crust. You've got the beautiful apples. Then you've got the one with the streusel topping. And then just flames. <laughs> just <laughs> flames. And we joke now every year it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving until she's posted this photo. <laughs> She actually thought that I posted the question to to call her out on that story and I was like, No, I didn't, but now she's posted it publicly and it can bring joy to all those <laughs> who need uh, a good I, laugh. I
1: just think that would that would that would scare me to death because uh, you know, okay, my fire incidents they were in a closed contained oven, but mm-hmm. this is, she actually took time to take a picture yeah. of it before she put it out. I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. She uh good stuff so it's good stuff I know I know so guys if you want to share a story of your own or just check out that photo of Eva's flaming pie be sure and check out the Facebook thread through the link on today's show notes at passingtheplateorg zero seven. well that's a wrap on this episode of passing the plate we hope you enjoyed our journey into the world
0: of food traditions and the amazing connections they create. As always, it's been a pleasure sharing these delicious stories with you. Remember, food is more than just sustenance. It's a way to connect the dots between our past, present, and future.
1: And until next time, happy eating, happy connecting, and Pass the Plate. Head to PassingThePlate.org forward slash podcast for show notes.